Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. <laughs> He's got a Chad Hanks inside of him just, just rocking and rolling, baby. I respect that. Drake is somewhere in the basement tied up like... Watching this up on TV, he like Batwan, man, man, man. Man don't know, but man get tasted. Man get tasted, and man get know. It's like, what the fuck is going on with me? Let me go now. <laughs> me want to go home. Man get let go. You know There it is, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal, devastating episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories and we finally work to prove that Lori Harvey is the ultimate destroyer of the black world. She's a thoughty Thanos. She's just sucking the infinity stones out of powerful black men's penises. And I, I know goddamn well if she ever gets her hands on the time stone, she's going to go back in time, fuck with, with Malcolm X, and ruin all of the good work that we've done. Keep Lori Harvey safe away from our heroes. Just want to start this rumor. Uh, my dick is the, is the time stone. So if she needs to seek, <laughs> and seek me down, I'm going <laughs> to you're already hearing our, our guest today. I'm your host, Langston Kerman. As always, there's no reason to listen to me talking anymore. He's hilarious. Just a fucking amazing comedian. You know him from All Deaf on HBO. You know him from uh, Detroiters. You know him from uh, World Star TV when they had a goddamn TV show. He was the host. Hilarious. You're going to love him. Please give it up for CP, everybody. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh. 
Hell yeah. That artificial audience sounds organic. Where'd you get that <laughs> from? You, you went to like Venice and recorded that. That was good. That made me feel like, you know what I'm saying? I got a bunch of people together and made them clap individually yeah. and paste it. Yeah, you got like, like a 27 board like Dr. Dre. You like bring in that white clap, bring in that white clap. <laughs> Slow that black clap down. There you go. There it is. Bring in that woo. All right. Uh, yeah. You can tell the difference. Them yeah. woos, those black people. The, yeah. The, yeah. Those polite claps, those the whites. Man, I'm happy to be here, bro. Yeah, I'm excited you're here. You, I feel like this is going to be a really exciting episode because you immediately latched on to the uh, the conspiracy theory you sent us. My, you said, my mama told me. Gucci Mane is a clone. Yeah. Tell me about that. Unpack that for See, me. See, here's the thing, man. In America, right, they fear the black man. Uh-oh. So what I've Uh-oh. noticed, what I've noticed is that when a celebrity comes out unapologetically, like just raw, right? Mm-hmm. The industry takes it upon themselves to somehow conform or tame this beast, usually with money and influence, right? For yeah. example, for example, 50 Cent. 50 Cent came out. He was just like, you know, everybody was scared of him. He looked very top heavy, like a chicken. <laughs> like, he, like, he, like he looked very like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like from yeah. the chest, bam. He, would he punch was built you. like a funnel for he could, when yeah, he came like out. He could reach into your car and punch you in the head and give your homeboy in the passenger seat a concussion. Both of y'all mm-hmm. in the hospital. You with the caved in head and him <laughs> with a dent. That's this, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what, how he looked. Yeah. And so I knew, I'm like, man, they're going to give this guy movies. They're going to do whatever they can to give him enough money to make him separate from the ghetto, so to speak, because this guy's a warrior. They don't want our warriors in the hood with mm-hmm. influence and leadership. But then I thought about it like, some of these guys just conformed a little too good. Some oh. of these guys, it just looks as if they have been get outed, right? Because then it becomes like, wow, if I were a powerful white man with science at my whim, who would I want to be? What are the Megazords? Oh, yeah. it's the scariest nigga that I could ever possibly want to be. And so, you know, I start thinking about these clones and how, you know, most of the rappers, they have to go to prison to come out. And they, and right. you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, that, and that just seems like the perfect place to work out the kinks and to create these many, many copies of people in order yeah, yeah, to yeah. control the narrative of their influence. Okay, so you're you're getting into a lot of shit that I think is going to be super useful to this conversation. Number one, you're saying that certain people are more appealing to be able to control because of them being in or out of line in terms of like white standards of behavior and shit, right? That like we learned our lesson in the 60s and 70s with Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, how a leader could move the herd. So Mm -hmm. then if, you know. To put yourself in the mindset of the enemy, you have to think like, well, how would I, if given the ability to, control that? Well, I would put remote control leaders. We watch them do it with animals and think that they're going to do it with us. Look okay. at that robot dog leading them sheep. Them sheep dumb as hell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? right. Them sheep dumb as hell. But then like Takashi 6 9 you know what I'm saying? Is, you know, right. do, do you feel what I'm saying? It, it, it's, 
it's an experiment. It's like, you know, you know, how can we, you know, turn these little, these little, these little antennas up on these guys and, and create this frequency that's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I think I think you're getting into something. It's complex, but it's important here is that we've watched experimentation happen in many forms for decades. Right. That like we do, in fact, watch a lot of the the behaviors that were once applied to slaves, then be applied to animals or even experimentation that was applied to humans, then be applied to animals and go, well, we're better than doing it to people again. And it's not always true. We probably do run experiments on people and do, in fact, possibly clone people for the sake of our own, you know, wants and, and, and you know, benefits and shit. Man, look, I'm, I, I'm from Detroit where they make cars, right? Mm-hmm. They make, okay, my grandparents, my mom worked at where they make the cars at, right? Yeah. Now... They were making Ram trucks. Ram trucks at this time were going for about 60,000 fully loaded, right? Mm-hmm. They would make about four to 500 of these a day to ship all over the world. Ram trucks, different stuff. You know, DTE or, you know, Jurassic Park want five of them bitches, whoever. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's how they're coming. Yet your pay would be enough for about one and a half of those trucks for the whole year. Right. That you're not you're not uh seeing what these things are actually worth. You're seeing a small portion of what it's worth. You're not valuable to them. And then they call it the plant. Not the factory. Mm-hmm. If you work for, you know, out here, I live in California now, you work at Budweiser, that's the factory. You right. work at Amazon, that's the factory. You work at, you know, the toy factory, right? The cracker factory, Twix, the factories, right? Yeah. Right next door, the left and the right Twix, right? <laughs> I love that you're pointing to the commercial and being right. like, that's what they said. It's a motherfucking factory. But in Detroit, these places are plants, short mm-hmm. for plantation. See, they always try to throw a spit shine on it and refurbish it and make you think it's new, but it ain't new. Mm-hmm. You and I are walking around with world traveling devices on our hips. I could literally look up what street in Italy Gucci is on. Mm-hmm. You understand? That's, the, that's yeah. the technology that the dumbest people in the world can have. So just imagine. Right. Imagine. Yeah, to, to presume that and by your by, I think this is an important point. That if we are all able to have smartphones in our pockets that in theory can do all of these impossible things that a decade ago we'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Exactly. If somebody told you this shit could happen, to presume that the the wealthiest of us don't have some doper shit, some secret crazy stuff that we don't even know about seems naive at the least. Exactly. And so I think that now you begin to look at what programming is beginning to tell us i'm mm-hmm. a writer you're a writer you know to think outside of the spectrum of what is to be thought based on what reality is is very hard and everything yeah. that i can you know you, you look at avatar and it's like as beautiful as it looked these are humanoid animal alien beings 
right? Who their eyes and ears are in the same spot as a human. You know, they have two legs and, you know, they're walking in beautiful grass with trees and they're riding on what we presume to be their idea of horses. Right. And then they have dragons. In the, the idea same place of dra- they're supposed to be. Yeah. It's like, right. <laughs> so the idea of it is still prefaced in what we have always designed life to be. Yeah. Therefore, when they say it's nothing new under the sun, what they're trying to say is that everything is the remix. Mm-hmm. So when stuff keeps coming up, like how aliens look in certain movies, which is a whole another conspiracy that I really love, which is the fact that the alien being on this planet is the cephalopod. And if you don't believe me, then how come every fucking alien movie has the eight arm tentacle alien octopus? Nah. They're trying to tell us, but they can't <laughs> tell us because if they tell us, then it's a problem. Yeah, we'll get weird about it if they tell us the truth. That's why I don't eat squid or octopus, because I feel like, nigga, when they show up, and they can shapeshift, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, so the my point is that naive in the least, like yeah. we haven't even begun to scratch the surface, because not only are we naive, but we're content. We're like, I oh, I got that. this. It's like, wait a minute. Nike gave LeBron a billion. What do they have? Right. If you're willing to give this away to the public, you obviously have something that's moved beyond that point that is cooler, doper, uh, more dangerous even. And that, I think, circles us back to the Gucci of it all, right? So when did you first sort of find yourself believing in the cloning of Gucci Mane? Where, where did that, where was that born for you? Well, it was born for me, man, okay, so I'm from Michigan. I went to Michigan State. In Michigan State, we cloned the first sheep. Mm-hmm. That's Golly. when the first sheep was 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 cloned a year before my freshman year in college. So the thought, like I used to always literally drive past the sheep cloning facility because it was international news. It was a great thing for that college or whatever. But I've always known that. Mm-hmm. That that was possible. Period. And so I, I I just began getting into like different cloning conspiracies, like with Eminem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. him being different looking than he ever looked and you know wait almost... all right let's let's hold on take a minute because you got some shit i don't even know about you saying that eminem's been cloned or at least possibly could have been cloned yeah at that's what i point... mean that that's a conspiracy that i didn't that, that i rather enjoy you know what <laughs> at I'm saying? Like, what point did eminem stop being the eminem we knew and started being uh, uh eminem, eminem as we knew overdosed and passed away and wow. his influence and his brand was too high and they needed to continue that with a new Eminem. Now, here's the thing. You think if they do that for Eminem, why wouldn't they do that with, with Michael Jackson? Mm-hmm. Right? I'm like, listening. Why would, well, why, why would they not? Like, why, was, why would Prince or Michael Jackson die as opposed to being cloned? Right? My answer, my answer to that is the Michael Jackson that we know died a long time ago and that the clone passed away when we saw the Michael passed away. That was the okay. Clone. So when Michael like, dies in 2005, that is not the Michael. That listen, ain't little Michael listen, singing. Uh, listen. I'll be there. We just his fucking nose fell off, and we were just like, <laughs> <laughs> we were like, <laughs> that is a fair point. Like, now I give you that. Like Mike I don't crazy. know his fucking nose. <laughs> He was I don't broke. know how much I'm I'm sold on the on every single person you're talking about being a clone, but a literal human being's nose fell off, and we were like, "Oh, Michael, 
Look at you, you, you know, instead of being you like, it, but just stop. <laughs> Michael's like, you think I want to do this? You think I want to do this? You think, you think I didn't stop two surgeries ago? Like, come on, fam. He's like, there's dust getting in here. I didn't want this. This is I some other shit. I still smell old farts. Like, y'all stop smelling it. <laughs> like, I literally, I'm in here and, you know what I'm saying? The right, there's no filter and, on my shit. I'm just exactly, catching everything. Exactly. So it's like, you know, you see a motherfucking nose fall off, and they try to put it in the Star Magazine. Like, Mike's nose fell off. And then there's a news. Uh, <laughs> Princess Diana. Like, no, bitch, go back. <laughs> Go back. You mean you mean noses fall off? That ain't normal. On, that sounds man. like, to your point, some clone shit. Exactly. That sounds like something else. Exactly. So where does where does Gucci uh, fall into this for you? What do you think? I, I guess the, Gucci, the better question is. I think is, that I think Gucci went to prison. Is was mm-hmm. what everybody thought, and that was the perfect time to clone him. Yep. Same thing with Lil Wayne, but I think Gucci. It's just there is that there's that genesis qua that mm-hmm. he can't die. Fifty Cent, if you remember, we saw Fifty Cent like shrunk up on a bed, like, and they thought he's he's getting in shape for a role. Like, yeah. nigga, if you don't CGI right. that and leave me the fuck out of it, <laughs> nigga, I'm not about to fucking die for this role. <laughs> I I got real upset about that shit because they were trying to make it seem like 50 Cent is dedicated to acting. And it's yeah. like, this nigga ain't that. He's like, not bro. fucking, he's not, he's not Daniel Day-Lewis. This motherfucker did a movie about himself and that's it. But but that's the thing, though. He was so shrunk up in that scene. I mean, well, I never even saw the scene. I never even saw the movie that he I never saw was, the movie. Never saw the movie. Because, nigga, that was the last time we probably saw the real 50 Cent and it's, everything else is the clone. That's how it happens, though. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? He probably was like, help me, nigga. What y'all take a picture for? This ain't for no roll. They finna roll my ass out of here and roll the new nigga in here. You know what I'm saying? Right. We thinking he's in character. This motherfucker's begging for his life. <laughs> that nigga, was, he was 28 cent right there. You never even know what happened. That's why he was getting in shape for a roll. Nigga, what's the roll? <laughs> Dead. What's the roll? Thriller? <laughs> nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he's playing that, uh, he's playing powder. They're, he's getting in shape for powder too. Right. Starting but, 50 Cent. But Gucci Man just came out just ripped crazy. This is this is somebody who go to jail all the time. All the mm-hmm. time they go to jail. But this time they came out of jail a completely new person. Yes. And to that, there a lot of the speculation even circled around like the change in his facial structure and even the the fucking um tattoo on his face. That was a big conversation piece of a lot of it. it was like Where'd the ice cream tattoo go? The man had a full ice cream cone on his face, and now it's barely there. You don't see it. He was never even proud of that tattoo. It never even made sense. And if you look, it looked like an ass cheek on a cone (laughs) with a scoop on top of that. I'm like, why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? You think think of, like, the game when he got, like, the butterfly and all that shit on his face. Like, bro, why are Mm -hmm. y'all doing that? Well, who's making y'all do this? What's going on here? Right. And so do you think that 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 then in your argument, is that a part of the cloning or is that some shit that's happening before the cloning sort of takes I don't know. place? I don't know. I don't know. Because I'm still me. They ain't clone me yet. I guess cloning is when you make it. You I got you. So you're saying that there's the because of the way that this technology works and because of the way that these rich people who control this technology work, there's a lot of sinister shit that we're not even aware of. Imagine this. Imagine this. 
Imagine if Black Hollywood, we didn't even realize it until you got up there, but it was really like an amusement park where the rides are the stars. And so mm. you get to get you a clone and walk around as Chris Brown. And, you know, you get to experience life as him for 48 hours. And that's just what it is. Like, you know, just like get out. They're in these people and they're, you know what I'm saying? They're just being. Right. And so in that regard, you know, because like some stars just do crazy ass shit. You be like, dog, what the fuck wrong with you? Yeah. And wilding out, you know what I'm saying? And just like, I'm just Now saying. that's interesting because by that suggestion, when, you know, Drake and, and Chris Brown are throwing bottles at each other in the club and we're like, what's, why are y'all niggas acting like this? It may not in fact be a Drake and Chris Brown throwing See, bottles. See, back then they wasn't, they wasn't really big enough. To do, like, remember Drake just all of a sudden went from, he had like the face of a young eagle to like just evil. <laughs> That nigga was just evil. Every time you see it, he's just like, you know what I'm saying? Even his mom was like, you know, I'm starting to hear yeah. this tone. Then I don't like yeah. this tone. And this right. is negative. And when they go low, we go high. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, everything was weird. People just noticed. And you're saying somewhere in there, a white man got in Drake's body and decided, I'm going to take over from here. They're driving around. Evil as hell. Dr. Robotnik. Mm -hmm. I will say... And that is a very white person thing to do to just start speaking in patois just because. Just because mm -hmm. ah, I'm Jamaican now. I'm going to try oh, yeah, that Tom shit. Hanks kids. They do it all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay. So what do you do with these feelings? Because this you clearly believe in quite a few uh, cloning conspiracies that, like you said, Lil Wayne, you said Eminem. You're talking 50. You're talking Gucci. What? How do you settle into this? Because that's haunting. You're in a, 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 a career where in theory, you will eventually have that level of success and fame and, and notoriety. What do you do to sleep at night and make peace with all of that? You got a tattoo on the inside of one of your ass cheeks, so you always know it's you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You always know that you're you. You gotta get, you gotta get me a mirror, quick. And then you don't see you, you're like, no! Because you're a clone. You never know you're a clone. They don't know any better. You know what sure. I'm saying? They would, they would probably see this video and be like, this motherfucker crazy. I ain't no clone. You don't know you're a clone. Did you, did you tattoo one of your ass cheeks on the inside of the seat? No, you didn't. So you don't even, you, you would never know. You wake up one day like, where the fuck am I at? And just start living your life. And all your friends, you be like, what's going on? Like, I'm your best friend. You be like, yeah, you're my best friend. And you start knowing that. And that's how you got life. You don't know shit. You're not right. you. You think you're you. You're not you. People like myself know the truth. No one's them. Everybody's not them. People are small, little, tiny white guys inside their head. <laughs> roaming around getting all the groupies pregnant it's crazy it's a shame and that's why some of the babies come out you ever see the baby look just like that's that's the clone that had a baby clones don't play they babies look like them ain't right. no worry for the clone world so. <laughs> i want to get back to this tattoo in the inside of your ass cheek part because i think that this is essential you're saying and i want to be clear about this you're saying that the only true test of knowing who you are is to do something so discreet that even the cloning machines don't pick up on whatever exactly. the fuck this is. So like some type of under gooch tattoo could easily be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like could easily be helpful to you to know where you are and to just get a, put a flag down on your mm -hmm. location. And they'd be like, cool, this is me. All right, bet. And like, you know what I'm saying? Or else you'd you be looking like that Spider-Man meme, like, Right. You're looking at yourself yeah, as so. you uh, eventually are going to get taken out because but they need they to did a clone. They did a movie called um, Gemini Man with, Lil, uh -huh. with, uh, with Will Smith where he was yep. so good, theoretically, 
as he got older, they needed to clone him because nobody was as good as him. And they couldn't mm -hmm. afford to lose out on that. What the fuck does that sound like? Right. What does that sound like? You're saying that that's no different. That's than... no different than you being such a big star that, that they can't afford to let you die. Right. So they have to clone you so that people feel protected and people feel like, oh, we still got Michael Jackson. We still got, you know what I'm saying? You just never know. And to that point, we're, we live in an industry that's that's essentially gambling, right? That every time they invest in some new, young, hot shot, whatever, they're they're taking a risk that this person is, in fact, going to be successful or attractive or whatever the fuck it is. And with that, you know for sure Will Smith is going to grow up to be handsome and successful and all the things you need him to be. Whereas if we invest in some kid on the Disney channel, this motherfucker might look weird in a couple of years. Here go the thing though. Can you, when you, when somebody clones you, are they a baby mm. and they have to grow up? Can you take your clone and just raise it like it's your son and then mm -hmm. just have all that pride? Like, man, look, you know, your son be just like you, like a failure a little bit, but like good a little bit, but like bad <laughs> a little bit. And this is all be just like you. And then it's like, you know what I'm saying? So that, you know, so many possibilities, bro. So that's many part of, I think uh, part of what you're saying is that's part of what makes a human being a human being, right? Is that like, if you grow up for real, you fail at stuff, you, you go through things, you have trials and tribulations. But if you, in the example that you're giving of Gucci Mane going to jail and them just making a replica of him that's in better shape and without any of those experiences then it becomes a shell of the the version it was well before. imagine if they could harness your talent but release the trauma into a new being mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so now you know you get to just be talented without having the trauma and having vices and all of these kind of things you you just get to be you know what i'm saying um and that's why i think jail is important that they have to be there in order to be like to be like floating those tanks you know what i'm saying <laughs> Yeah, you have to be fully suspended in some bullshit so that they can pull that drama out of you. Yeah, they have to be like it has to be like four to five thousand sliced open Capri Sun juice. That's what they float in <laughs> because of the buoyancy of that. All right, we're gonna take a break. We'll be back with more CP and more. My mama told me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. 
Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. We're back here with more CP, more My Mama Told Me. We're still talking about the possibility of cloning and the Capri Sun juices that that our heroes are floating in somewhere as their bodies are being, uh, I guess, manipulated by evil white men, tiny little white men in their brains. Do you think that it's always white men who are who are taking over the bodies? Is it are there some cool Asian dudes jumping in some of these heads? What, who so is it? here's what I noticed, right? And you brought me to my next point, which is amazing. Uh, thank you for the alley-oop. Hell yeah. I play a lot of Madden, mm-hmm. right? And so I play franchise mode. And so in franchise mode, I'll finish two or three years worth of seasons in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. So I could be in 2024, right? And so what happens is th- I'm drafting people who don't exist. But these right. people have the attributes of different stars that I know of today. And it's my job to find them in a draft. Some mm-hmm. of them are sleepers. And so, you know, I'm doing research and I'm looking at the name and, you know, capabilities and I'm trying to draft who I want. And then, you know, some of them might have the Ray Lewis architect, archetype. Yeah. Some of them might have Randy Moss, right? The point is, is like, these kids keep coming. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who's to say, like, Yao Ming was made in a laboratory for sure. <laughs> like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, who's to say that there's not a situation where it's like, all right, cool. We need to, you know, Zion is, you know, we you, they put them, you know, put them together like a little yeah. plant and then they just go grow up. Right. And, you how, know did, how did you make a, a thick boy like that right. uh, turn into a LeBron James dump dunker? He has the ligaments of a goddamn triceratops. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's jumping out the gym. You feel me? Like, right. Like, bruh. You, you built like a tank. How the bruh, fuck are you real. jumping so high? Just jumping out of nowhere. Just, you know what I'm saying? So you think about that. You think about there was that billionaire that wanted one of Serena's eggs and LeBron's sperm 
he was going to give them a billion dollars a piece. And they, quote unquote, allegedly turned it down. Mm-hmm. And this was back in 2003, 2002. So just imagine. And you're saying that that you don't, in fact, believe that it was turned down. I or think certainly... that there is some type of selective breeding going on. I think that mm-hmm. there is some type of DNA slicing going on. Um, something's going on. Hell yeah. You know what okay. I'm saying? Because we are getting the same kind of people and we're getting them over and over again. And, yeah. you know, and so then all of that I brought to say this. There is a, to me, there's a loop, right? Every hundred years we get a disease or, you know, it's just like this, this, this simulation that we're living in certain people, you know, they're a part of the simulation. So it's not that they're cloned, but maybe they just keep getting reproduced in order to be a part of this simulation. They can't not be a part of it in order for the story. For example, like Kobe dying, it just feel like that just tipped the scale. And let me break it down to you like this. Kobe dies. The whole world stops and looks at the TV to talk about Kobe and re- remember Kobe and all of that. But at the same time, there was some big emergency in the laboratory that COVID was in and it just fell onto the floor and leaked a little bit. And we didn't, and they didn't see it. <laughs> they look at the TV and oh, that's crazy. Or, Kobe, you know, oh, shit, it spilled. Right, bam, got on their shoe, got on their shoe, water to the market, water to the market, stepped on a piece of fruit. A piece of fruit that was on the ground. A bat ate that piece of fruit. Then that piece. Then, then it, it's like it was that. If Kobe right. doesn't yeah. die, then they're paying attention. If they're paying attention, and that doesn't happen. That's like the the. You're saying you're saying that these figures are placed in our lives to maintain the simulation, to maintain believe, the status, to maintain quo. the balance of attention. Mm-hmm. And that the I'm moment saying? that one of those things goes awry doesn't go the way it's supposed to. It does, in fact, have a domino butterfly type effect that potentially could leave us all in our cribs for 10 months while we sort it, sort it out. Things are such a diversion sometimes for us. Other times things don't go as planned. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like, you know, for example, you know, people always talk about like, you know, Oh, you know, the aliens, you look in the sky. Yeah. But I mean, the aliens know that we have phones in our hands. So it might just, they might just send us a damn intro video that we, we we watching and then we watching them destroy other planets like and now destroying <laughs> your planet we like oh shit they just like do, 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 do. like we kill Mars you know what I'm saying like, oh, I'm just saying like you know everything is planned out for us to happen the way that we can envision it mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so when things when, when when we don't leave room for the things that we don't know that we don't know that becomes a problem and that's a that becomes a, a a vulnerable area for us. Yeah, I I, I get that. I I want to. I like where you're going, and I think that some of this research is going to help tie in well to some of what you're saying. So, to that point about sort of the disruptions in the simulation, there's a theory. The original theory related to Gucci Mane. So, Gucci Mane apparently the original premise was that he was cloned by the CIA as sort of like this master plan to whitewash trap music. That like, they were basically like, hey, look, trap music's getting out of hand. You're inspiring too many of these kids to get out and and whip that work or whatever the fuck they were afraid of. And ultimately, Gucci found himself uh, being cloned so that they can send out a bike riding Gucci who goes like, hey, I don't sell drugs no more. I don't even do the shit. I just love my wife and am decent as a human being in a way that I wasn't before. Okay. Okay. You're buying it or you're, or you're, you're like, nah, fuck that. 
<laughs> you're putting a lot of thought into this. And because I appreciate here's it. Here's the thing. Gucci, when the meeting happens, mm-hmm. Gucci's not the guy who's going to negotiate with the police. Yep. He's not the guy that's going to accept a role as hip-hop's snitch or hip-hop plant. Not He's not going to accept that. But it has to be somebody in his seat. Mm-hmm. It's just natural selection. That's the way it goes. Yes. You don't tag the most beautiful lion as the pride owner. You tag the lion that fucking is the baddest ass lion. It, it ain't about it being beautiful. Right. Gucci is that guy. If they need, if they wanted to control trap, if they wanted to put a tap on trap, they could do that with him. Absolutely. And to that point, the other sort of like figureheads of trap music, even by that point, has started to move away from sort of like their positions as like these sort of like hardcore trap people, right? Like T.I. grew up. Jeezy kind of like moved out of some of that shit, but Gucci was still staying in it. And so to your point, we got to take down the figurehead if we're ever going to be able to fully transform this this line of work, if you will. So here's, here's my problem with that. Why not just eliminate him? They could very easily have eliminated Gucci. So uh-huh. if he is a clone, then they need him. There's something in his messaging that they need to get to people with. I would argue, and I think that this is true in a, a lot of situations. It's the same reason that, uh, that personally, I think it would be a terrible thing if Donald Trump were assassinated in that he becomes a martyr that way, right? A bunch of people then know they now have a figurehead to like align themselves with even more than they did before. Because their hero has died in an unfair situation or has been, you know, eliminated, like you say, in a way that they weren't supposed to be. It's, you know, right, part but of that's still that's still that what you speak of is just anger. But when that subsides, the bottom line is that the leader is gone and the movement dies. Hitler and Martin Luther King and all these people who people <laughs> deem as you mixing some names here. But go ahead. <laughs> well, no, nah, what I'm saying is that, like, you know. Um, people looked at Martin Luther King as being a person that was going to lead black people. Not only, um, you know, he was he was speaking a lot about financial empowerment when he died, mm-hmm. and that was a threat. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, when he died, there was a disarray in the information, and so the information wasn't coming from a trusted, controlled source anymore. Right. And so you that cut it- the head off the beast, and then the, the body kind of can walk around for a little bit, then it's going to fall because it's just... It doesn't have any further programming other than to continue to march for a couple more steps. Sure. I, I think that that's true. But I also think that that in the same way that a Martin Luther King may not be able to get his message across anymore, he also still remains a figurehead uh, in theory. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for Trap, which I think functions way further outside of of sort of like the the thing that they could transform trap music into. Martin Luther King's message is easy to turn into hope and and loving each other and all that instead of ignoring the socialist undertones that he was trying to encourage us towards by the end. With Gucci, how do you turn that shit into hope? You don't, unless this nigga rides a bike. I mean, it just depends on who his messaging was for. Gucci gives hope to... It gives hope to a lifestyle that doesn't benefit the whole black culture as a whole. It's a very selfish 
you know, to be a trap boy is to just do for self. And then you die and then that's it. It's kind of like if the agenda were to keep Gucci Man around to make sure that niggas didn't go to college, mm-hmm. I could buy that. Well, I think that's part of the argument, right? Is that like you want to keep Gucci, the CIA is keeping him in place. It's not a bunch of rappers being like, we got to clone Gucci so we can keep the movement going. It's the CIA being like, we got to clone Gucci so that we can eliminate the problem and keep the parts that we benefit from. He can keep telling motherfuckers like, hey, we out here doing the shit, but also mm, he, he's mellow. He ain't going right. to cause he is, problems. He is, right, right, right. He is basically no longer a threat to us. Mm-hmm. Which brings me back to my original point is it's about not being a threat to them. And people don't understand that being a threat is not always a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, people people should view you as a, a, a viable adversary right. if need be. And so I feel like when you begin to kind of like defang you know, these greats, then you can deal with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, that's what it's like, you know, you know, they clone him and, you know, now nah, he's just, you know, Ice Cube started as NWA. Then it's like, are we there yet? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you look at shit like that. It's like for a white man, he could sleep at night knowing the Ice Cube is, is a, is a slushy now. Right. He, you know he what I'm saying? isn't going to encourage anybody to say shit to the police in the exactly. way that he said in 1992. Exactly. Yeah, I I love that. I also this is important because I think you brought it up earlier about Dolly, the the original sort of cloned sheep that we all learned about in fucking grade school and high school and all that stuff. In night, basically, in researching all of this shit, the National Human Genome Research Institute claims that there is no recorded evidence that anyone has ever successfully cloned a human being. And while they say that we've cloned plenty of animals, sheep, cattle, deer. Dogs, horses, mules, ox, rabbit, rats, a whole bunch of shit. They've even cloned a monkey. They say that the there's uh, basically like cellular structures in the human being that are too hard to basically separate and uh, replicate in the same way that they're able to do with the animals. Now, you're calling bullshit. Here's the thing. When you say human being, mm-hmm. right, that means that we have the awareness to be whatever we want to be. You, you could be a human being, a fireman. You could be a human being, a police officer, right? Yep. You, you could be a human being, you know, a video game designer. But the bottom line is that that's what, that's why we're beings and animals are animals. So like, I think that when it comes down to trying to clone that soul, there is a scary thing on the other side of cloning a human that they're not prepared to share with the right. public. I think that, you know, um, how could you clone a monkey and not clone a person? Right. And I, that's really, I think you're hitting on something really important here because in the research, I also learned that cloning doesn't necessarily just mean you're making an identical version of the thing which I didn't realize. I always thought it was just like, okay, you make another thing that matches it. But it actually can mean that you, that because of the way nurture plays a factor in and uh, uh, your circumstances sort of shape the thing, appearance can come out completely different. Like there's an example of like this cat 
that they cloned that like basically was like a white cat, but then its clone came out like black and brown because of nurture and chem and temperature and chemicals and all the things that play a part in sort of like the hair color of animals in their cloning process. So it's like for that, it, it, under that premise, a Gucci doesn't have to be identical in his soul when they clone him. It just needs to look close enough or have enough of the, the Gucci-esque elements to sell it out to the public. So, yeah, exactly. So when you look at that and you look at like, like the old Eminem, like look up, is Eminem a clone? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's crazy. It's crazy. I love that. I have never heard that before in my life, and Are I love serious? it so much. Never in my life, and I, I'm so happy to hear it. Today. I guarantee that you'll find 50 videos about it. Easy. <laughs> See, the thing is that they have these moments where, like, the clone, quote unquote, malfunctions, and they're just stuck there like this. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, hey, and they have a different array of emotions, like, oh. Right. You know what I'm saying? They be looking all drunk and shit. Because that they're is, learning human functions, they were not sort of born with them. I love so, that. So, you know, when I saw the conspiracy about Gucci being the clone, it was just something that, that I bought. Not something that, that I developed, but I bought it. And I the got reason you. why I bought it is because of what they, I feel like they have a history of doing. I get that. Here's something that I think you, you'd you be fascinated in. In 2002, this organization, Clonade, which is part of like this religious group that believes that humans were created by extraterrestrials, held a news conference to announce the birth of what they claim to be the first cloned human, a girl named Eve. Um, and despite researchers trying to basically infiltrate and get information as to the legitimacy of Eve, they were never, ever able to prove that Clonade was, in fact, able to clone Eve. And Clonade has since gone on to claim that they've cloned 10 other humans uh, without any real evidence. Yeah, they don't have to show evidence. Mm -hmm. They don't have to unless they get, like, uh, not audited, but, you know, like, like unless the feds step in and make them show some. They ain't got to show nothing. Like, the shit is going on. Shit is fucking right. going on. And, you know, it's like you would be, you would be crazy to think not. Like they're they they are racing against time to figure out this whole immortality thing. Well, let me ask you this, and I like where you're going. Why not show the evidence? Why not say, hey, look, if we're gonna announce the shit, right? They're coming. It's not like they're being moving in secret like your original premise that like we're cloning, we ain't telling nobody if you catch it, you catch it, whatever. But if they're gonna come out and say, Hey, we got a clone. And we did it and we know we can do it again 12 more times, in fact. Why not be like, and this is how we did it. This is this is the whole thing. Because I think um, the public is not ready for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, you know, I do think that there is there is a big missing link between us and apes. There's something in the middle that we've never seen before. And I think that that could be extraterrestrial. I think that that's not far fetched. I think that it's so far back in history that we never know exactly what's going on unless we get made aware of it, but there is something there to that point. However, I mean, you just have to accept the fact that you're going to die not knowing stuff. Yeah. Okay. That, that at the end of the day, you, we can have all of these questions. We can presume a bunch of answers for these questions and even know certain things for ourselves, but there's a bunch of shit that's never going to get answered that we're never going to know. And maybe to that point, 
Clonades being like, just be okay with that, bitch. It don't matter. You don't yeah. need to know what's happening back here. You don't here. need to know everything. That's a flex. It's a real, like, uh, mommy, daddy sort of, like, <laughs> I ain't got to tell you why you got to sit your ass down. But you got to yeah, sit your ass down. But you got to sit your ass down. And then you bust your head and you be like, see, I ain't need to tell you that. <laughs> why am I explaining myself yeah, to you? Yeah, exactly. Why am I explaining you busting your head to you? It's like, my nigga, do what I tell you to do. But that's what it is. It's like, I think that, you know, it's a lot of things that are above our, um, I hate to say pay grade, but it's mm-hmm. like, bro, it's shit going on that we just don't know about. People aren't as vulnerable as they look. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we might not be looking at the same Donald Trump every single time. Right. We just might not be. You know what right. I'm saying? And that's like, that's something that is like, that's, I mean, that's just real. Yeah. It just, they, it, for whatever reason, they might got to flip him out. And that's just part of whatever that job entails. Bro, my dad was in the military. He said that they had this GPS-style technology back in the 80s. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up because I always presumed that Dolly was, in fact, the first evidence of cloning ever in the history of the world. But it turns out that the the first clone of any animal that we've made up to this point was mice that they cloned in 1979. All the way back in fucking 79, They had the technology to clone something. And so if we're basing our measurements of cloning in the same way that we best we measure like phone technology, the shit's gotten better. It's gotten way more advanced than what they're sort of introducing to us. We didn't just go from mice to horse. We went to all the shit. Like it's is like it's always about changing your approach. Like sometimes you you solve a problem and then that's the problem is solved. And now innovations begin. Like mm-hmm. cell phones, remember it used to be about who was clearer, who has the clearer cell phone. You got your yep. flip phone, you got your antenna on it. When they fixed that, then it became like, all right, now we're adding a phone with a camera that's going to mm-hmm. have, you know, a video camera that's going to replace, you know what I'm saying, your calendar that's yep. going to, you know, replace your music. You know what I'm saying? Like now they begin to add, like, bro, like your phone replaced so much stuff, maps. And mm-hmm. GPS, the fucking thing they used to have to stick to the window, you know what I'm saying? The, the little Garmin, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, yeah, like, I, just... Listen, when we were going off to college, I had to map quest shit and yeah. print it out and fucking yeah. follow the directions. And follow like the treasure. directions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I was chasing goddamn treasure. I yeah. think to that And you point, did it perfectly fine. Yeah. I was I was good until the advancement happened, and I'm still good now. I like the right. advancement, but uh, to right. your point, the advancement is happening in every direction. It's happening in all parts of our life, and it's probably not just limited to like our phones. It's probably also limited, you know, happening with human technology. Think about think about this way back in the day, what they had on airplanes, and now we are in our car, damn near like a cockpit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you know, with 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 maps and GPS and shit. Right. Yeah, that that we essentially have all the things that a a flight a a pilot would have in our in our pants and we're able to navigate the same way that they did. And, you know, they still tell us that we can't even put our phones on when we're flying in the air. Right. It's like, no, nah, you can handle that. I think your technology is advanced enough that you can handle me making a phone call. You just don't want me to. And that's some other shit that you got to figure out. Yeah. I never put my shit on airplane mode. I, I, I hope they don't come take me to prison. <laughs> 
what if this is how you end up going to jail? Is you said that on the podcast and they just like, CP, you're done. Hey, man, I, I'm going to be lying to all my homies in jail. Like, man, you ain't going to believe how they caught me in this bullshit. Man, I was up 15,000. Man, you motherfuckers around you, man. <laughs> all right, we're going to take one more break. We'll be back with more CP and more My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts connect the alarm change the podcast you stream connect the snooze 10 more minutes to dream connect the shower lather up with the news sports talk comedians or movie reviews connect with that 3 hour philosophy show Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And we are back like teenage girls when you say teenage how are we talking hell yeah we're back here with more cp more my mama told me like, nigga, what you mean 13 <laughs> to 19 niggas only 16 go ahead no nah, i mean the man had an answer it wasn't the best one he could have come up with robert you should have thought about that one a little you longer said but... teens what do you mean like the the <laughs> The delicious ones. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> and, and Torre was just sitting there like, Robert, Robert, no, don't say that one. Right. We're great. We're great. Go ahead. <laughs> what great. What a grades like. She doing good in school. I want to play a game. I have a, a fun game that I, I've now coined uh, real one freak one. Where are the 
clone. Send in the clones. I got no time for fake ones. Just sip some crystal with these real ones. This is real one freak one in which I am going to introduce to you a number of celebrities that I believe to have made a a drastic physical transformation over the course of their careers. And I would love for you to speculate as to whether you think these people have, in fact, been cloned. That makes sense. Yep. So a real one or a freak one. Hell yeah. And feel free to elaborate as much as possible about why you believe that they are, in fact, or aren't, in fact, clones of their former. All right, go ahead. Let me channel my inner honesty. Go ahead. Hell yeah. Let's start. Let's start big. Let's D'Angelo. D'Angelo used to be a man uh, with with tight abs and and it was a sex symbol. And then he came back to us uh, a broken version of himself, a, a much heavier, broken version of himself. What do you think? Is D'Angelo a clone of him, his former self? Hell no. Nah. That's a real nigga because he fucked up. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. Cheez-Its are real. You understand me? You get you a couple thousand dollars, you up in Target, and next thing you know, you're walking out with four, 450, 500 boxes of Cheez-Its, and I mean, you about to crunch through them bitches. And, you know... Your body just, cheeses don't care about what kind of abs you had. Cheeses sure. in there to bust all that shit up. Sure, that's not a clone. That's a nigga whose metabolism caught up to him. <laughs> he living from taco truck to taco truck. <laughs> I love that. All right, D'Angelo's a real one. All right, next person, Vivica A. Fox. Vivica real A. One. Fox, real, real one. one. Real one. Tell me why. Because I met her and... <laughs> She was nice. She was, she was a good lady. Cool. It's just, you know, a lot of bad decisions, you know what I'm saying, with the word, sure. you know, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Khloe Kardashian. Khloe Kardashian, that a real one or, or a freak one? Mm. She's made some transformations. Unrecognizable human being. Yeah, but that's just surgery, though. I think she might be a real one. Oh, shit. Is it that? Yeah, yeah, that's just surgery. She ain't, I mean, why clone her? For what? She's very, she's very wealthy. There's a lot of resources that come out of that family. But why clone her, though? Clone Kim or one of the other better looking ones. Sure. You don't claim her. You don't, you know, you don't clone her. Right. You don't clone the the runt of the litter. You yeah. sort of, you clone the good but ones. But she having so much work done that, you know, I hope people don't understand that surgery don't transfer to pregnancy. So you get pregnant, them babies going to look like your original, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, without all the DLC. I don't know if you've ever seen this story, but there was that the man in China who got uh, pissed off that his wife, who had had a bunch of plastic surgery, gave him an ugly baby and then sued her because he basically said he she tricked him into having an ugly baby against his consent. She's lucky she didn't get stoned right outside the Panda <laughs> Express. <laughs> All right, next person. This is this is a personal favorite for me. Lisa Turtle, Lark Voorhees. How you feeling about Lark Voorhees as a possible clone? You know what happened with Lark Voorhees? You remember what happened with Fiona Shrek when she was when 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 <laughs> when, when the spell went off? That's yeah. what happened. Her spell wore off, mm-hmm. and she turned into some shit that that's some different shit. A goddamn ogre. But not a clone, you're saying. That's just a nah, she that's a witchcraft, one. if anything. None of these none of these people are clones so far. Okay, this is my last one. I'm hoping I get one clone out of you. We'll find out. Sammy Sosa. 
What do you do with Sammy Sosa? Sammy Sosa is a clone. He's been body snatched. <laughs> the clone came out white, and they was like, fuck it. We just going to run that. <laughs> I think they ran out of ink in their 3D printer, which happens. Sure. Either that or he didn't soak in the right kind of juice when he was floating in the tank. They, they, somebody could have opened up the shade. It could be no sunlight. It has to be because that skin got it. And so somebody opened up yeah. the shade. I, I think the, the cleaning lady came in and had the shades open for a long time. And they was like, fuck, this this was our last body. And so they had to just use it for Sammy because they had already killed Sammy. Sammy. Yeah. They had already killed Sammy. So they had to run it. And um, yeah. I love that. Hey, listen, we've all turned in an essay uh, when our printer was out of ink and it had the little white lines instead of dark black lines. And that just is what it is. Sammy it is Sosa what it is. They got to be able to read that shit. That's that, that's why you, you're a professor. <laughs> you're you're a professional fesser. So <laughs> <laughs> I love Do this. your job. CP, we did it. That this was a great time. Could you tell the people at home where they can find you? What cool shit you got going on? Well, you that? can find me at the bottom of a real tall cold drink. <laughs> Sorry, <nah. laughs> Shout out to Riff Rap. I just like saying that. Um, nah, man. Uh, comedian CP on all uh, platforms. Um, I have a uh, couple of um, comedy specials on my Patreon that they could check out at comedian CP. So you know, Patreon slash comedian CP. Um, that's it, man. You, you know, you'll find me where you see me at. Just re- remember me when you see me there. Hell yeah. Find him where you see him at and, and follow him on, on the Instagram and Patreon and all that stuff. And as always, you can follow me at Langston Kerman. And please, if you have any drops, if you have any theories, if you have anything that you would like us to see, you can send it to my mama pod at gmail.com. My mama pod at gmail.com. Mama all right. Pod. Mama pod. All right. Get the fuck out of here. Bye. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! 
wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.